This podcast is a production of the San Francisco Chronicle. TV Talk Machine with Tim Goodman and Crystal Boy and Benny. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. It's the new and updated TVTM podcast theme. From Jason from Mill Valley, throwing the gauntlet down for Josh. And anybody else out there with access to an MP3 who wants to make us a new, uh, a new theme song. Well, yeah, welcome to the 63rd version of Tim Goodman's TV Talk Machine podcast. Uh, and as promised in the last one, we will have right now a live dramatic reading of some material deemed offensive, Joe, by the Parents Television Council. Yes, the Parents Television Council is one of your, uh, one of your favorite organizations. They love me, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so... In their latest uh, newsletter they sent out, which was, uh, let's see, this is, uh, it doesn't say, whatever. Show killer. Way to to go. But they're concerned, they Uh say, in a little article here, they say, prostitution and masturbation are fodder for jokes on two and a half men. (gasps) Can you believe that? (laughs) Jacques! Thank you. (laughs) A lot of friends. You're you're getting ready for that French. I'm gearing up for French. Yeah. Okay, so they say, proving there's no depth to which CBS won't sink. On April 14th, the network used prostitution as fodder for cheap jokes on the popular sitcom Two and a Half Men. And, and you know, that's we've pimped out some of our regular guests, but uh, we would never done prostitution. No. In the episode, which aired at 8 p.m. <gasps> in the Central and Mountain time zones, Alan, the straight-laced brother, decides he wants to hire a prostitute rather than go through the ordeal of a real relationship. Who doesn't? Alan asks his debauched brother, Charlie, to set him up with a prostitute. All right. Will you, will you be Alan or Charlie? I'll, either or. Who do you want to be? I don't care. <clears throat> I, will, I will be Alan. You want to be Alan? Okay, here's the scene, straight as it was. Okay. Uh, and and uh, now uh, uh, there's a rose here. Do you want to be Rose or... Oh, and then we go down below, and I will... Uh... We didn't print out three for <clears throat> yes, Benny to I'll be, be Rose. Be Benny rose. could be Rose, but we didn't really print one out. Brandy, do you want to be Rose? I can be Rose. Want to be okay. Rose? Okay, I'll, I'll, when it gets to the point, I'll show you where Rose is. Right. Okay, you want to start with Alan? Okay. Guess who's coming over for... T- <laughs> oh, wow. No, I guess... <laughs> guess <we're... laughs> I guess our... Uh, doop! Recut. <laughs> guess who's coming over tonight? Alexis! The prostitute Charlie arranged for him. Good for you, but you're planning to use that vegetable oil. It's probably going to cost you an extra hundred. If I go over five minutes, do I have to pay for a whole nother hour? No, it's like, a t- it's like a toll booth. At the end of the hour, a gate comes down and lops off your penis. Have fun. When the neighbor... <laughs> exactly. This is, this is, that's actually my version of... Uh... When the neighbor Rose unexpectedly... Sh- oh, neighbor Rose unexpectedly shows up at the door, Alan tells her he's waiting for a prostitute because he can't bear the thought of having another emotional attachment. Rose responds... Oh, you give me this line to do, huh? Yeah. A lot of people masturbate, I hear. Really, I've heard them. <laughs> Alan. No, you're Alan. No, you're Alan. Oh, I'm Alan? Oh, that's right. <laughs> Nevertheless, sometimes a man needs to feel something other than his own touch. Says Rose. Have you tried switching hands? It's like being with a clumsy stranger. Wow. And then it, and it concludes, Sadly, this episode was seen... By over 800,000 children under the age of 18. No, it was not. That's ridiculous. Eight, I'm telling you right now. Eight, first of all, 
800,000 children under the age of 18 do not watch Two and a Half in a Man. And if they do, it's another example of the dumbassification of the United States of America and more proof positive parenting has gone in the toilet in this country. This is a top 20 program, correct? Two and a Half Men? Oh, yeah, two and a half, yeah. Top, definitely top 20. Uh, that, none, none of that was funny. No, it wasn't funny. None of it was funny. Yeah. Except the only funny part was uh, Benny as Rose. <laughs> <laughs> I want to recast that character. I think I like he's going to as, as Rose. I think he's going to get his SAG card now. <laughs> he did the uh, now uh, now uh, Tim our arc, teacher Tim our archivist will yes. have to, to to put Manny as a woman because he did the high pitched voice. Yes. So now he has done Barney Rubble and Rose, the neighbor on uh, he's Two and a Half Men. Expanding repertoire. Wow. Totally, totally expanding. This is uh, so people are upset about this. They want to campaign against this and all this kind of stuff. Is it? I mean, but it's not even funny. That's not even funny. And who doesn't masturbate? Come on. Jesus. It's like a national pastime. <laughs> International pastime. International for you, uh, for you in Britain and Japan and yeah. Sweden. It's nature. It is. It is. All right. So let's, uh, let's go first to a message or an email, and then we'll get some calls. Charles from El Paso del Norte. El Paso del Norte. A.K.A. the post office at El Paso. The 915, if you will. 915. He is concerned about stealing concepts and f- fear and cotton? Fern, fern, fern cotton? cotton? Yeah, I think it, she's a comic. Okay. Uh, yeah. fern. One, why don't the networks steal more television concepts from Canada? Ah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got a lot of good TV up here. Ah, uh, yeah. I can't even do Canadian. <laughs> Whatever. I can't even do a Canadian. I don't know what a Canadian really sounds like. It's not like that. I, I'll tell you, I do love drinking with my Canadian brethren on the TV tour. They can, they just, oh, oh yes. man, they can really drink into the table. Yeah. Good really. folks. They're always nice. They're Canadians really, are really good nice. Folks. Why, God, why yeah. is that? We were talking, my wife and I were talking about it the other day. We have a couple of Canadian friends. They're the nicest people we They really are. Why is that? Why can people be so nice north of the border than south of the border? Yeah. It's kind we of just, full we're of just a lot of idiots. mean and hate. Yeah, why they hate in this country? Know. We're just angry. Yeah, the but Canadians. I love the Canadians. Yeah. Also, could you list some concepts the UK has stolen from the US? Wow, they've stolen from us. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Have it, I mean, like the reverse type of American? Yeah, like we're Idol, importing a lot of stuff. Well, office. They, they don't just. Stuff. I don't think they actually. Honestly, I don't. Outside of like some some uh, uh, reality shows. How about I, pro wrestling? Have they taken that? I don't think so, no. I, I don't think that they've actually... Oh, I could be wrong on this. And, of course, our legions of uh, Brit fans Brit, will Brit, Brit, will call in. Uh, mostly we take their stuff and then put the American spin on it. They just run our shows. Really? Yeah, they just air like 24 and Sopranos. And, what, and, and, and there's been that much... The, the feeling is that uh, American audiences wouldn't want to hear like a, a British accent. No, uh, that... that they, the, Yeah, exactly. American audiences can't understand uh, the Brits. That's I've talked to um, people at the networks, and I said, why don't you just run it verbatim? Now, to answer part of his question, two Canadian shows, uh, uh, one's going to air on um, CBS this summer, fully formed. They just bought... This is what happened during the strike. So we bought these shows from Canada... Um, so it's going to uh, appear um, on CBS this summer. And then another one, the, the soapy one, MVP, is going to be on SoapNet um, <clears throat> with cheerleaders and whatnot. It's about a hockey team, I guess. Cheer- Are they good? I don't know. I haven't seen it. No. They, they haven't sent the trailer stuff. So there's, we've got two Canadian shows imported. Uh, <laughs> did you just burp? Yeah. 
What? Where's the professionalism? Oh, what, act like a Canadian. <laughs> that train's left the station. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that's Come it. On. That's never going to go back. Uh, <laughs> that was from all that Molson I just drank. <laughs> <laughs> Molson? Or Moosehead? Either one. Either one. They're both Canadian. Or Labatt's. Labatt's, right, yeah. We've between the two of us, we've probably had a, quite a few Canadian beers. <laughs> yes. I love Canada. Um, I haven't Me been too. to all, like Toronto, but I, I should go there. I've been to Vancouver. I've been to Vancouver. Wow, yes. I loved Beautiful Vancouver. Beautiful city. Oh, I totally could move there. Another Pacific Rim country. City. Oh yeah, I'm just I'm I'm just not you know. What's come, come on? Let's pick it up a little bit. I don't know, man. I've been <laughs> drinking the Diet Coke and uh, it doesn't work. I'd rather just be. Yeah, just be drunk. You know, that stuff is bad for you. All that, like, high fructose corn syrup is <laughs> really bad for you, man. When you're drinking barley and rye, though, those are, like, natural products. It's almost organic. <laughs> I can't even go. I'm falling apart here on this end. I couldn't do it. You can tell I'm, I'm, I'm easing into Paris. As yeah, you are, you're going to celebrate uh, 10 years of marriage. 10 years. Uh, greatness. Oh, greatness. Oh, great. Oh, great one. Uh, no, you know what? Uh, uh, normally we mail it in here. I am just, I'm just. You're like really mailing it I'm in. I'm mailing today. it in. I'm you're like, looking, you're I'm licking senioritis. The senioritis. Yeah, uh, like your last uh, school's out. School's <laughs> out for summer. School's out for ever. Thank you. I have wow. that album. I, I no longer do, but you I have had that album. And, but, and, and, and then over the weekend, uh, I know this is hard to believe, I was working out, and uh, <laughs> the gym, the gym I, you want to see some, 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 some guns there? Good, yeah. Uh, and uh, i got to be in shape for Paris. I've got to yeah, bring the... Uh, I'm gonna bring <laughs> the why? So you can lift more wine glasses? I'm going to try to get some Parisian chicks. With your, where is your wife going to be doing? I don't know. Well, she, she, you know, we're going to walk around a lot, and she's going to get tired. She's going to go back to the, uh, back to the apartment, and then it's business time. Yeah, absolutely, I'm going to go out there, and uh, I'm going to. It's Paris. Are we past the six minute mark where she no longer listens? Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah, we're at ten minutes. We're ten so. minutes. Yeah, she's yeah, no she's longer gone. listening, yes. so <laughs> I can talk about whatever I want. Um, so yeah, I got it. I got it. So anyway, the, to the point was, I was watching television, and Alice Cooper, who we just sang. Was out doing the celebrity golf tournament on NBC, and he's a really good golfer, right? Um, but he was wearing like black pants with a white belt. <laughs> Dude, what? What? I mean, I yeah. Alice Cooper golfing. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's not playing. Still playing in concert as you're touring. Mm-hmm. Really? Absolutely. Only women bleed. <laughs> Finally, how about that Fern Cotton from uh, on Last Comic Standing? Can't they ditch Bellamy and let her host? Yeah, you know, uh, Charles, can we call him Chuck? Sure. Uh, I don't really like Last Comic Standing. I covered comedy for many years in the 80s. Uh, Living in the 80s! (laughs) (laughs) I was really young. I was in my teen years in the 80s. And uh, uh, I just, I I, I just, I can't do it anymore. I I saw many of the greats and... uh, I don't want to watch the Last Comic Standing, so I actually have no idea who's talking dead about. Comedy's dead to you. <laughs> yeah, comedy's dead. CID. CID. All right, here's Mika. Mika, or I, from Microsoft, or is wait, it Micah? Let me just tell you now, Joe, so that Micah from Microsoftville <laughs> will know you have butchered his name every single time. Yeah. Now it's one thing to sort of get Hannah and Hannah mixed up because there's two. It's it's who? Do you know any Mikas? It's Micah. Yes, I do know Mika. Do you really? Yeah. Who? Mika Sifri. Really? He's the uh, head of Tech President. <laughs> it's a website that uh, examines the intersection of uh, 
high, you know, uh, new media and uh, politics. Is it possible that his real name's Micah and you've been calling him Mika all this time, or do you actually know him personally? I know him personally. Yeah. Oh, okay. <clears throat> all right. Mika Sifri. Yeah. All right. Okay. His this brother, is brother is the head of Technorati here, David Sifri. The Sifri brothers. <laughs> wow. Man, we, we are just, just <laughs> this killing is, this. This is absolutely the worst. Well, this is this is. I didn't bring it down. I was my stuff was scintillating. I'm talking about grabbing, you know, pulling birds, <laughs> pulling birds <laughs> in Paris. Right when you're in Paris, but what you're do talk- as the Parisians. Yeah, you should have like a uh, like a sort of a, a lover on the side, especially during your your, I, funny, gonna, your, uh, your anniversary trip. Yeah, I'm gonna lover on the side, and uh, and I'm gonna find that that guy. The, the listener who listens in Paris, I'm going to yeah. track him down in one of the arrondissements, and, <laughs> and I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to have uh, some. Uh, some Bonjour. <laughs> just going to come in there and say, I, you should give him a like a live podcast because he listens to it right before he goes to sleep, and so maybe you. Can... I'm going to read it to him like a lullaby. Yeah, read him, read him a question. Yeah. Do French what women if... shave their underarms though? <laughs> that, that, that's like old school, right? They do now. Everybody's right? there. Everybody's shaving. Everybody's shaving on rump. Yeah, because I just so I cannot it. abide. <laughs> you cannot abide. Can't really? abide that. No, I can. I can do a lot of things, but I can't. No, no. hair. Ah, oh, no, nothing. No, I got. There's just you know, I got a set of rules. Man's got to have a code. <laughs> Way to take a Omar. brave stand. Wait, on. <laughs> Omar. Man got to. Oh, man got to have a code. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mika says, Sir Tim in question, boy. This it's is Mi- Micah. Micah for, for Micah. God's sakes, we just Micah killed from- three minutes of the podcast, and you still don't get it right. Why Micah- are you talking about? Hey, I'll tell you what. Why don't you kill another five minutes talking about these dumbass got- brothers? You know, <laughs> <laughs> Micah from Microsoftville again. I must say that you've really outdone yourself. Your quote answer to my question about good new TV series coming out this summer on non-premium cable stations, was the worst ever! <laughs> Were you cued? No. Oh, okay. First, instead of answering my question, you referred to me at the, to the dead pixel edition of the podcast published on Friday. Sheesh, if I wanted to read, what would I be listening to a podcast about television? Luckily, I vaguely remembered how to do this old-school reading thing and was able to struggle through the column. <laughs> oh, oh, brutal. However, every series you highlighted was either a returning show or a new show on premium cable. You only mentioned two new basic cable shows in passing, In Plain Sight and The Cleaner, without saying anything what they're about or even whether they're worth watching. So I'm still left with the same question in the vain, forlorn hope that you could, you know, answer it this time. Also, as long as we're in the subject of your mistakes, besides reading this letter... (laughs) I've heard that you, you say a couple of times recently that the Sci-Fi Network is going to run the last season of Battlestar Galactica straight through. However, I just heard an interview with Battlestar Galactica supervising producers Bradley Thompson and David Weddle. And they said... Do you know those guys, too? Let's we'll talk about how their pronunciations of their, na- their names are and what companies they own. And they said the Sci-Fi Network still plans to break the season in half. Micah, listener six of whatever... You know what? Uh, I think this officially ends. Uh, we're never reading Micah's thing again. God, a lot of anger. Let me tell. Oh, like, give me that. Give me the anger here. Let me tell you. Let me tell you something. Uh, first of all, I don't think that I uh, that I, there was more than just that on there. More than just basic cable. Uh, you only mentioned two new basic cable shows in passing: In Plain Sight and The Cleaner. <clears throat> That's not true. I talked about others uh, without saying anything about what they're about. Hey, you know what, Mister Micah or Mika, whatever your. 
Let me tell you something. If you've been paying attention, I reviewed In Plain Sight in the paper. And this is a... Is, and no one sent me... He, does, he doesn't want to read. I got he doesn't no want tape. to read. He doesn't want to read. Okay, right. Well, I got nothing. I got nothing from the cleaner to, to... It's just an announcement about what's coming up on the fight. Like, I'm not reviewing it. The review will come later. Didn't even, A&E didn't even send it. He's right about Battlestar Galactica, though. I didn't... I kept thinking that they were going to make it one series, and then they're going to split it in two. Oh, well. That's all right. <sighs> Bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's let's uh, go to a call. Let's, you know let's, just break it, it, let's break up. Let's we need to shake this up a little bit. Let's yeah, go to a I, mean, call. I just you know I'm hurt. Yeah, I, that's I'm hurt. right. I, let's get over. We got to soothe your your hurt feelings right now. We yeah. don't want you to go into the to don't the go vacation. To yeah, don't want to go to Paris <laughs> looking for hairless <laughs> Parisians feeling down about myself. Yeah, I got to be up. I got to bring ha- it. You have to be fully confident, fully tumescent. <laughs> In your, oh, com- in, your, in your confidence, in your confidence, oh, full of confidence. Why? That's what that means. Why go there? All right, let's go to a call. Yeah, let's see, we have George D. from there the 415. Go. Yes, he'll bring that, us up. Bring you he'll bring it. us yes. up. Yes. <laughs> he'll bring us up. He's all, he, he loves us. Not. Sir Tim, QB, father. George D. here. I thought I'd get one last call in for your summer hiatus. Sadly, I have no question to ask, <laughs> which is good since you don't really answer you didn't really answer either of my questions after I predicted you wouldn't on that infamous 59th podcast. You really should go back and listen to the rambling. It's quite entertaining. I do have a couple of requests, though, as one of the TVTM6, the first being more Dora bashing. I know some idiot complained about it once, but since when do you care what others think, especially of this podcast? Secondly, QB, seriously, stop with the British accent. Brutal. What are you doing? <laughs> Keep your head out of your puppet hole and stick to the wall and where you belong. Peace. Wow. Wow. I thought he had three questions. That was just two. Yeah, so we won't answer more them door anymore. bashing. <laughs> I can't get enough door bashing. Uh, me either. neither. <laughs> Hi. Are you going to France? <laughs> yeah, we just, you know what? We should bring Dora into Pixie Brawls and just have someone just uh, beat, beat, beat the her living down. crap out of Dora. I will say who this: would, who could beat her down? Who was like a good, like an animated pixie? Uh, anybody. Uh, you know, some maybe somebody from uh, uh, Avatar. There we go. Maybe Barney. <laughs> maybe some of the kids from Backyardigans. <laughs> just a beatdown on Dora. Just a beatdown. Here, but this, I gotta say this though: my son. When we got into the new TiVo thing, fixed, mine blew up. That long story. Uh, when I was telling, what, what do you want to record? He wanted to record Diego Go, Go Diego Go, which is, you know, Dora's like, I don't know, cousin or brother, I don't know, some inbred, loud wow. man, yeah. boy. Yeah. Basically the male Dora. Yeah, the male Dora. I'm loud and I'm obnoxious. <laughs> See? <laughs> <laughs> My voice is, and fuego. <laughs> Uh, no, uh, <laughs> was Senor Toucan on that? <laughs> He's always my favorite. Uh, and you know, my son said he wanted to listen. He said I want, he wanted to record Dick, Go Diego Go, and he said to me, Andorra. Uh, and I, I had, you know, I couldn't. Did you beat him? No, I couldn't uh, tell. I can't say no to him. So uh, I told him I would do it, but I didn't. I recorded Go Diego Go. That's my in a little. You know, I'm I'm putting an olive leaf out to him, but I just didn't do Dora. I can't. You know that loud. Screw him. He'll forget bitch. about it. Yeah. All right, get that loud bitch. <laughs> that loud whiny bitch. Oh, that's so wow. mad. Oh, bro. Oh, Dora, <laughs> two-dimensional player. <laughs> oh my god. 
don't even know how to respond to that. You know, you can't. I found that you can't do Walton if you're laughing. No, no. you can't. It's a serious <laughs> game. As Luke Walton is learning in these finals, he's getting schooled by by Kevin Garnett and the rest of the Celtics. Luke Walton isn't ready for prime time, and I say that to my own son. Would you stop so that I can do Walton? I can't do it when you're laughing. Oh, when I'm laughing. All right. Bring it. This is from Tracy in Davis. <gasps> not that pla- the other place where Benny lives. And I dare you not to read my letter just because I'm from a so-called cow town, <laughs> as I believe you've said, Mr. Good. Many, many times I've said it. Because would, Tracy was from the moan. The moan. I never would have mentioned the moan if I'd have known you were such a hater. Seriously, why do you lash out? Have you ever been here before? Because I haven't heard such Davis-related derision since I went, off, went to one of my cousin's college bars in Berkeley with all her snooty cow friends. Where's the love? And that's just her signature. Wow. Wow. Hi, guys. Whoa. That's how she started it? No, that was how she ended it. Oh, Tracy. Okay. Hi, guys. I have a little TV-related pet peeve I'd like to discuss with you today. It concerns HD, but I promise <laughs> it does not belong in the tech talk category. Thank God. <clears throat> wow. Okay, Ooh. because as we learned earlier, or earlier in this week, I forget when this was, that tech knock no longer exists, or it only exists sporadically. Did you say tech knock? <laughs> tech knock. <laughs> tech knock. Okay, so we all have our big, big screens and HD channels and all that hooey. And many of us are paying the big bucks for satellite packages and home theater systems. And yet, when I go to someone's house, they're all inevitably watching non-HD programming without having properly set the aspect ratio. What the hell? (laughs) In all honesty, I guess I'm not all that surprised we've gone from being a nation of morons who don't know how to program their VCR to this! (laughs) But I will never understand how people can claim to be watching all kinds of crap that they wouldn't or normally watch on Discovery or the History Channel just because it looks so great in HD, but don't seem to care if they watch their Seinfeld reruns with everyone on screen looking 25% wider than they really are. I know I'm in the minority here, but I had to get that off my chest. Does this bother anyone else? Tracy in Davis. <laughs> uh, an aspect ratio question. That's fitting. That wow. fits win well with the with the tenor of this podcast. Yeah, it just unentertaining. <laughs> no, just, Nobody cares. She said it wasn't a tech talk question, but aspect ratio is a tech talk question. Benny, but, yeah, and actually, <laughs> it bothers me too. I see, I see people. I've seen these uh, sets not set to the right setting. Benny from the Moan, yeah. by the way. And you know, there was one time I was getting ready to watch the Super Bowl, and I figure, oh, it's a nice plasma screen. I'll watch it in HD. It wasn't. It was in, in normal standard definition, and the aspect ratio was all screwed up, and I was disappointed. Ah, did I you was, fix it? Did I you was, get run across no, the screen in your short my, robe and just, <laughs> like somebody else's dream and fix it? It's not my TV to fix, and I figure, now, nah, you know, if they want to do it this way, but it just oh. made me angry. <laughs> angry angry Regis <laughs> from Benny. I think you got to step up if you see somebody's TV out of tune. Yeah, I think, what is the proper decorum for that? What's if the etiquette for yeah, that? Yeah. Fix the f***ing set. You have to, you, but should you step up and say, hey, what's up with your aspect ratio? <laughs> nice aspect ratio. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Let me Who would have guessed it would have degenerated to the <laughs> aspect ratio? You know, your as- I've noticed lately that your aspect ratio is widening. <laughs> Might want to cut down on those donuts, dear. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Where are we on that? So you know what? Really, she just wanted to say, don't call Davis a cow town. A cow town. 
I won't. I won't. Davis is a great research institute. Absolutely. Home of the Mondavi Center, correct? Yeah, the art, big arts performing center there. It's not, it's not Mondavi's not, not on my uh, preferred oh, wines right. list. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, I'm not going to. the Bella performing yeah, center. Yeah, I mean, if it was the Bella one, I did. But Mondavi, yeah, I've got mass. You know, mass the late great Robert Mondavi. Yes. Right. Mm. Yes. And I, Davis does. <laughs> Davis does. Their, you know, their uh, their viticulture stuff is. Uh... <laughs> I'm waiting for you to finish. No, me. go ahead. <laughs> no, it's very good. It's very. Good. It's not. It's not a cat town. Uh, well, you uh, stand chastised. I stand chastised. All right, Eric from the four one five, but working in the five one zero, is wants to talk about the perfect cast. Mr. Gutman, Q-Boy, and Benny. I have finally, better late than never, never watched... <laughs> wow. This has just been a bad, bad, this is a bad, bad, bad day. Yeah. Watched all three seasons of the most brilliant comedy of all time, <laughs> Arrested Development. Oh, yeah. I'm simply amazed at this show, and I'm considering starting at season one, show one, the brilliant pilot episode on the party boat all over again. <laughs> Absolutely. A second viewing of Arrested Development has to be more rewarding than reruns of network crap. Oops, I mean show. While watching Arrested Development, it occurred to me that there was not one wasted character in that show. Mm, True. Every single character was an integral part of the enjoyment and success of the show. They got me thinking, what other show would meet that criteria? Maybe Cheers, Sam, Woody, Norm, Carla... Once again, not a wasted character. While Norm was usually wasted from the beer. (laughs) (laughs) You are right, my great one. How about Mary Tyler Moore? Once again, not a wasted character. Would you, speaking to Mr. Gutman, of course, have any other shows that would meet this criteria? I patiently wait and wait and wait and wait for your answer. A lot of anger. Yeah, Eric Eric from the 415, but working in the 510. Wow. Uh, yes, there is a show that I know right on the tip of my tongue that doesn't waste a character, and that show is the TVTM. <laughs> Not a wasted character here. Everybody's got their role well defined. Joe Garofoli as Question Boy. Uh, uh, Benny just got a SAG card today yes. as the Knob Master. We were all of us are we're, we're defined in our roles. Yes. No one's wasted. I mean, no. possibly the Question Girl is periodically wasted. Yeah. I wish I were wasted right now. So <laughs> I, I wish to, I was so wasted so, right now. So I wouldn't have to listen to I wish we were at the 21st Amendment. <laughs> you know, Maybe we we should... so, we're so ensconced in our roles that you, I, earlier today, yeah. during the preparation, quote unquote, <laughs> I mean, meeting in the men's room. Crossing swords. Uh, I suggested, well, when you go away, why don't you appoint a guest host for the podcast? And you said, no. No. No guest host, because the, the teamwork here is just... It would be less of a of a fine user experience for the listener. You said, I believe you said something like that. <laughs> I think I said uh, that would take too much work, <laughs> too much too much planning. I, you know, I, yeah, you know, this is our thing. Yes. If I had, you know, I'm totally, you know, welcome to have question girls come in and uh, question gals, question guys can come in. We're totally willing to go on a road and have a drink fast on the road, uh, all of that stuff. But this is our thing. Not a wasted character on here. I would say no. also The Wire. Not a wasted character right. on there. Really? How about The Simpsons? Not a wasted character. Oh, God, no. The Simpsons is perfect. Great answer. Great answer. Uh, not a wasted character on there. Although there's some that, like Groundskeeper Willie, who I'd like to see some more of. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Do you have a Groundskeeper Willie? I have a Groundskeeper Willie, it's, but it, it, it fades into the captain. <laughs> you <laughs> poodle walkers! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing. So, 
So that it's a, Sc- a Scottish Irish uh, oh, drunken good. sailor. Do you do accident. Flanders? Hadley uh, Holy neighbor. Ah, we do that all the time at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a lot of Flanders neighbors in your in your area. Do I? Yeah. Where do I? Oh yeah, do I? Have, I do have kind of a Flanders. Couple of Flanders. Flanderian. Doctor Gutman. Oh, Greg in the six five zero wants to talk about spooks. Ah, the British version of spooks. He's pandering here to our uh, international audience in in England. He's uh, from Pacifica, or he says in the Fica. No. Or or no the Ifica. No. No. How about the Sifica? No. Never mind. He says just Pacifica. It's not even. So Pacifica. he tried a few out. It's not. It's, it's like uh, it, the foggiest place in the world. Yes, That's what it, Pacifica it is. is. It has great potential. You always think you go down there. Oh wow! Uh, I, that's, I no, can't even. You can't even see my hand. No, in I would front say of me. Fog so City, but that's this. That's San Francisco. But yeah. Pacifica is like it is the foggiest place in the whole world. Did we play golf down there once? Yeah, we yeah, did. Yeah. yeah. All right, Doctor Gutman. And nurses, QB and Benny. Wow, that's a whole new set of shorty robes there. Got my white shoes on. (laughs) And nothing else. (laughs) I've heard you mention the BBC show show MI5. Yes. As shown on U.S. cable several times, and once by its original name, BBC name, Spooks. Mm -hmm. It's a great show with smart plots and unpredictable storylines. Nice change for most U.S. TV. Main characters can actually die at any time, rather than the season finale when their contract is up and everyone knows they're leaving. Mm-hmm. I've watched both versions, and I have to say that the Spooks episodes are much better. They're 10 to 15 minutes longer, with more plot and character development. Watch this series as Spooks, if you can. Cheers, Greg in the 650. Cheers to Greg in the 650. Sort of a user tip. A user tip. Watch it as Spooks. Uh, don't watch it as... Uh... MI5. And he's right. They cut out, uh, I think A&E, now it's on BBC America. I think they cut out about 15 minutes of it and put commercials in. Um, I think you should... The problem, though, is could you buy it as spooks, the British version? Because it won't play. It's a different... Uh, it won't play on our... Uh, oh, my God. It's another TV. It's a tech... It's tech a, talk. Do, 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 do. Benny? Uh, Benny, one, you know, we, we could fill a whole tech talk just with giving you half of our questions. But what? if yeah. I was to buy, like, the, if, uh, the British version on DVD as spooks... Uh, because if you buy, I'm believing if you buy the U.S. version on this side, you probably don't get the extra 15 minutes. Although somebody could call and say that they do, I don't know. Uh, it wouldn't play on my DVD player, would it? You'd have to have a DVD player that you could set the region code. There are some that you can. Uh, oh, region in a computer, code. you can. Yeah. Um, but then you can only set the region code a certain number of times before it locks you out. Really? Yeah. So. Oh, that's actually, you know, that was you know, a, my first interesting Tech Talk question. <laughs> you know, region code, aspect ratio. Why is, why is there not a weekly Tech Talk? There's a lot, there's a lot, there's a lot you can do. Come on. And the Apple, and why are you not at, like, the Apple conference today? Oh. We have Ryan Kim is uh, live blogging. Now, He's live blogging, Ellen Lee's covering that, and yeah. so it's well handled. That's right. It's another big commercial for us from the iPhone. Wow. Yeah, but I'm ready for The lead iPhone. of the story will be just buy the new iPhone. <laughs> That's our new lead. Buy the Buy new it. iPhone and listen to Tech Talk. Uh, listen to um, Tim Goodman on it. That's right. Oh, oh on your iPhone. Go. Yes, because we can download it on iTunes. Now, Mark from the Park. Mark from the Park. That's Mellow Park. Yes. Formerly Menlo Park, but I, I say Mellow because Elvis Costello said that one time. Mellow Park. Lord Timothy von Gutmann. <laughs> ah, that's Mark from the Park. With almost nothing to watch on TV these days, I've been thinking about great TV shows that were never given a chance of the networks. Like this one. 
<laughs> Whenever people say, I was just thinking about TV, you know, when they think like, you know, we always know what that means. <laughs> or, uh, or they're down at the Sail Inn. <laughs> <laughs> sail Inn in Pleasant Hill. <laughs> you know what we should do, by the way? Let me, I, I'm going to interject let's do, here. Let's do it for the podcast from there. From the Sail Inn? Yeah. We get that ass beaten by that clientele. <laughs> but let's do this. If you're listening to this anywhere in the United States, or in Britain, or in Japan, or uh, last week we had Israel, if you're listening to this, find the best bar name. Because all bar names are, are secondarily funny only to haircutting names. The right. hair salons have the worst, <laughs> cheesiest names in known the, to man. The hair porter. The hair porter. A, a brilliant one. <laughs> yes. Uh, and we it never see, never, it's never not funny, as we say here, to find, walk by a, a, a hair salon and, and read its cheesy name on the thing. However, cheap divey bars often have great, right. like the tip on in. That's a good right. one. And remember the overflow? Uh, my wife and I, are, one of our first dates was at the original Lie to Me Lounge in Milwaukee. Oh, the original Lie to Me Lounge. That is awesome. And uh, so the sale in uh, where we, we could set bars. I want to have a shout out to all of our listeners, all eight or ten of them now, to say, find a, a name of a bar in your area, and next time you call or email us, uh, say, possible bars set, you know, possible setting for our uh, unscripted series bars. Uh, and give the name of your divey bar. I want to hear more divey bar go. names. Yeah, it's like it used to be one in Daly City, I think, called the Stumble Inn. Ah, oh, oh, the Stumble Inn. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah, and then see, I think we should do a whole thing. We could do a whole bars episode, but we could, we should do a thing. Now we've just created a new segment here. Send us your, <laughs> send us your your dive bar names. You know, we we're, we're growing the podcast. <laughs> Absolutely, and yeah. it's sort of a, part of that reader engagement. Yes. We're supposed to be doing more of exactly. alternative storytelling. Reach I think out this and is. touch yes. the readers. <laughs> <laughs> With almost nothing. Oh, okay, right, right. This brings me to the amazing Easy Streets oh, on yeah. CBS a few years ago. One of your favorites. Mm-hmm. What happened? Did William Peterson need to make an appearance for the show to survive, or did David Caruso need to look up into the sky with that dumbfounded CSI Miami glare of his? I'm happy I have a full set of episodes on DVD, but the set has never been issued to the public, except for a half-assed collection of three episodes on the brilliant but canceled label. Mm -hmm. How can we change this? Oh, great one. Uh, Yes, Easy Streets was a great series. I actually can tease him a little bit that CBS sent me the... I lost him now, but the original original Easy Streets... Video cassettes they never even have back then. They didn't even have DVDs to send them out on. Uh, it was kind of like the unedited version. So when, there were a couple of like nude scenes in it. Wow. Yeah. Who was nude? Oh, I can't remember the actresses now. But there were like three actresses that were nude, and I was like, "What the hell is this?" They'll, obviously, they'll cut this at some point. But there were like three or four nude scenes there. Is that just sort of you know candy for the critics? I think they were just no. Well, no, I think they were just filming it, and then they were going to edit it later, and they wanted to rush it out. Easy Streets. Um, uh, why does it canceled early? Nobody, nobody wants it. It, was a, it. it is one of the great, you know, brilliant but canceled series of all time. Um, and um, no, it will. You know, they. Uh, what's his name? Uh, well, I'm blanking now on uh, Paul. What's the name who did it? Uh, he says that he has the final episodes written and that he's waiting for a chance to, you know, maybe turn Paul it into Haggis. a movie. Paul Haggis, right? Yeah. Turn it into a movie. But since then, he's done. The Hackfield Million Dollar Baby and, and, oh. and the Hackfield Crash oh, God, and many other Hackfield things. Crash. So I think he's got a more of a film career than. Yeah. But maybe he'll turn Easy Streets into, uh, which is I think is one of his best things he's ever done. Maybe he'll turn that into a movie. 
Also, this is still Mark from the park. I also, I know you love Andre Brower as much as I do. Oh, I do. Yeah. What did you think of the thief or of Thief when it was on? Mm-hmm. More importantly, was it supposed to be a miniseries or a regular show that didn't survive its first season? Yes, the Thief was on FX. Um, it was a great series, uh, very dense. Uh, he, they were uh, thieves. Uh, he ran like a. a Obviously, it's called Thief. They were thieves, <laughs> but Brower ran this thing. It was very, he was really great in it. Um, it, it was going to be turned into a pilot. What they call it? it's like a if it was going to do well, FX would have moved it to the pilot status. Uh, it did not do well. After the fact, however, the TV critics gave it an award and nominated it some stuff. Um, and I think you can get it on DVD. I could never tell, and the storyline was very elusive in that regard. I even remember FX promoting the show at least a year before it actually aired. Were there problems with the show beforehand, and will Thief ever come on DVD? Preferably with Andre Brower on the cover, saluting the audience with his dress blues on, homicide style. Ah, uh, yeah. I think uh, there's some uh, man crush on uh, yeah. Andre Brower. Well, you know, he's also referencing my favorite, uh, my favorite episode uh, of Homicide and the one that made me cry all the time. Yes. <clears throat> um, I will say, I think you can get that. I think you can get Thief on DVD. Either that or I've just got it in my closet in a DVD <laughs> form, and I just think everybody does. Uh, unfortunately, Brower uh, was in that terrible Andromeda Strain remake that, uh, oh, God, it was so bad. Um, and then he's going to be in a new, um, he's going to be in like a new sitcom that's coming up. Ooh. Yeah, I want, to, I want him in the dark roles. I want him in the like conflicted cop roles, Pembleton. He's going to be like, he's going to play like kind of like a computer geek who's got this family to support. And, ah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tim from Monterey. Ah, Tim from Monterey. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he if says, this so, is all, this is we've solved the green glasses thing. Oh, I don't know what this we, is about. No, we it's solved like, it. So if that's it, and we I talked to his I mom, and we told him no nature. Uh, he, we, so we're set with Tim. All yes. right. So Tim, question boy of the questions and the knob master. Boy of the questions. Yes, he says bring on the Olympics. First, a question. It was not the point of first a question. <laughs> yeah, what else first, is there? First a question. Any idea if NBC plans to cover the Summer Olympics as a sporting event? Or will it be the usual emotional roller coaster of adversity being surmounted in a soft-focused, dilapidated farm somewhere in a country we've yet to invade? Ah, uh, yes, it would. Oh, wow. Ooh, political comments. Not, wow. for, not, not exactly the expressed opinion of those. <laughs> uh, Thank you. From the TVTM legal team. <laughs> Of course, it's going to be a whole uh, tearjerker. That's how they sell the Olympics now. Right. Olympic is for chicks, right? Women, it's the audience, main audience of the Olympics is women. Really? I did not know that. I love the Olympics. I watch it all the time. It's going to be a little harder to uh, balance our political interest as it's in in Beijing. But, uh, um, you know, I I love the Olympics. My kids love the Olympics. I'm totally into it, except for the whole, like, uh, you know, water dancing thing. That's just. That's stupid. I know. I can't understand. There's a lot of stupid sports in the Olympics, but, you know, whatever. Um, No, the NBC will put it on multi-platforms, but, of course, it'll still be the thrill of victory and the The agony agony of of defeat. And, by the way, R.I.P. Jim McKay. Jim McKay. R.I.P. Jim McKay. Okay. Secondly, I vaguely recall... There was traffic that I was concentrating on as I was I drove and listened at the same time. Someone <laughs> complaining about QB's angry regents was annoying them. I have the solution, inspired by your bastard machine thread on reality shows. How about Angry Ramsey? <laughs> what? I like Gordon Ramsey. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, Hell, yeah, Hell's Kitchen, Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> I don't do it. I have to watch the show a little more. I can see no downsides. QB gets to be angry. QB gets to work on his Brit accent. Lord knows he needs it. QB gets to get on the get gets to bring on the swearing. Nobby gets to stay awake as he mans the bleep knob. <laughs> he was asleep, and by the way. Us <laughs> listeners get to hear the bleeps rather than QB. Oh, oh. wow. He tossed you some love there, and then yeah, he pulled it just, back. Yeah. Only you and Benny have to suffer the unsanitized inanity. The rest of us breathe free, assuming Benny is able to get a less annoying beep noise. Bleep noise. How oh. about waves crashing on the rocks? Or is that too close to nature? Oh, way too close to nature. Tim from Monterey. I'm proud to say that I was in full nature mode today watching a pod of dolphins in the bay. Uh, I hope they were being slaughtered. <laughs> no. For... Was he watching it on television? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. What, do you go out, what is that? How does that work? You go outside and you like look at stuff in the bay? Apparently some people do that. What are you doing? What, what's that all yeah. about? You can watch it in HD. You can like, go to like the dolphin channel. Why, go out, why walk out the into nature? <laughs> why walk out into nature? And and, uh, and see real things. Yeah, no, no it's no much interest. much better on TV. Then you know what? If you get tired, just turn. I off. just turn it. Yeah. I just turn it. And turn over to Sports Center. Yes. Are we going to do a call? Let's right do now? a call. All right. We have uh, Teacher Tim calling oh, in. Oh, Tim, our archivist. It's the official archivist. Hey guys, it's uh, Teacher Tim from Oakland. Your official archivist. Uh, anyway, uh, glad you guys liked the email this week. Um, well, whenever we, uh, you guys were talking last week about your favorite moments from the, uh, the uh, podcast history, and uh, while I was listening, I noticed you guys talk a lot about like uh, double entendres, puppet holes, you know, Muffy, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I think my favorite moment was a double entendre from last week when uh, Joe in his Schwarzenegger voice said he had Dom Prada stuck in his throat. Uh, that was wrong on so many levels. No real question. Just thought I'd point that out. Take it easy, guys. Bye. Wow. It, it could have been worse. I could have had Lonnie Hancock in my, <laughs> stuck in my throat. <laughs> what? What is going on here? Was that even a double entendre last week? I don't even know. What that we was. do have a lot of double Nothing entendres. is scripted here, unlike other podcasts. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking yeah. about. However, uh, you know, there is a lot of... We, we have lived our life, essentially. Our, all of our known life together has been nothing but... Uh, potty humor, double entendre, tripping, laughing at tripping, laughing at thwack, groin thwacks. Yes. Oh, people getting kicked in the balls. Hi- That's very funny. Hilarious. Um, lust. This pretty much wraps it up. Uh, now fantasy baseball <laughs> and anger, uh, job insecurity. Um, that pretty much wraps it Simpsons. up. Simpsons. Yeah. yeah. But apparently a lot of double entendres that we that we do. You know, we're always operating on multiple levels at once. <laughs> None of them entertaining. There's two sides to us, and often the back side is. Oh, a lot better. Yeah. Or the engine room, as I like to call it. <laughs> well, it's true, right? I mean, it's just... <laughs> wow, oh, boy. Let's go you, you need to get to France soon. Yeah, let's get, to, let's get another call. Uh, let's see. We go to John in Palo Alto. Oh, uh, tall tree. <laughs> Hi, guys. This is John from the Palo... Alto. Um, so I didn't have a question. I just wanted to say that I enjoy the show, especially uh, when Tim says, you know what? Um, <clears throat> because I had this idea that after he said that, the next thing he said would, uh, you know, be especially interesting. And so, you know, looking into it, I found out something I think psychologically is really interesting about that. <clears throat> 
in the beginning, I just paid attention to how many times he said it. Like one show, he only said it six times. But another show, he said it 16 times. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> sometimes he'd say it twice in a row real quick. And one time he said it three times in a row real quick, which I, you know, is kind of exciting. And uh, Joe has only said it twice in the last 20 um, podcasts. But, and then there's the variations like, uh, you know why, and uh, you know. And uh, one time uh, the New York Times said, you know what? So, you know, there's, I found myself getting into that before I switched over to the psychological question. Um, so, and I also find that now I say it all the time, too. So anyway, um, thanks for the show. Bye-bye. Wow. You, uh, you know what? That was a... Uh, well, I guess I do that a lot. You know what? F*** you. Oh! You know what? Wait, I actually, I actually think that was funny because it was a cross. That call from Palo Alto. Tall tree, by the way. That's what Palo Alto means. Thank you. Um, I used to live in Palo Alto. I used to work down in Palo Alto. That's right. Mm-hmm. I worked everywhere. You know what? <laughs> this is so great. He attracted. He, that was a combination of uh, Teacher Tim, the archivist, and Jeremy. And a psychologist. We never quite got to what the psychology of it was. Yeah. What am I doing when I... Because I like that he thinks that I'm going to say, you know what, and then this big thought is going to come, and it's probably just something about somebody's <laughs> aspect ratio. <laughs> yeah, or so someone's engine room. Once again, it comes back to the podcast being disappointing. To the it, it disappoints people. Yeah. It disappoints people. They, they come in, they think, oh, this, this could be okay. Then they're like, eh. And, 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 yeah. And then Whatever. nothing... nothing we give them nothing. Although we did give Tim, uh, teacher Tim, who has been tracking our double entendres like puppet hole and whatnot, we just gave him aspect ratio mm-hmm. uh, and engine room. We've given him two more things to think about. And but this back. call from Palo Alto, he's gone. But he went back twenty podcasts yeah. to listen to and counted them. <laughs> and he and, and he was delivered in a way uh, not unlike Jeremy. Do you think this? He's probably like a uh, professor at Stanford who's maybe, you know. Looking, he was one of the great minds of our of our culture, and he's <laughs> gone back to look through twenty my, twenty uh, podcasts of ours, just trying to study. You know what makes what makes greatness tick? You think that where he's coming from? I think so. I definitely think that we are being studied uh, at Stanford. Yeah. Stan- he yeah. is a Stanford professor. He's studying us like monkeys in a cage. Yes, look, how, exactly. look how they scratch themselves. This is the Stanford prison experiment. Only yes. we're, we're held prisoner by the podcast. For 40-something minutes. <laughs> we're, we're, who, or as your father says, who listens? Who listens? It's kind of funny, but who in the hell listens to this? <laughs> All right. Do we have another call, Benny? We have another call, and it, you know, a podcast wouldn't be complete without Jeremy from Portland. Ah, oh, nice. Hello, uh, Tim, Joe, the man. Uh, this is Jeremy from Portland. I'm calling. Uh, I was wondering what the status was of the movie that David Milch was going to make to wrap up Deadwood and John from Cincinnati. The last I heard, the project was called Hang Ten Sucker. Has this uh, film gone into development yet? Or uh, I heard that the concept was that they were building a water park over Deadwood and then the uh, zombies come out and have a surf battle with uh, John from Cincinnati. Uh, yeah, let me know, and uh, 
don't hate me for this. All right, thanks. Bye. Now, what, was that was referencing? Was that referencing a call or an email from last week? Oh, I don't know. I think you just you know. <laughs> no, Jeremy does not partake in. Uh, he does not do that. No, nah. The that's what just it, his his own natural. That's just state. who he is. It's natural, Jeremy. <laughs> Organic Jeremy. <laughs> Organic Jeremy. Uh, I don't even know what to say. About <laughs> yeah, I mean, just, uh, like many Jeremy calls, it speaks just, for itself. You just, it speaks for itself. They're just absorbed. Yeah, uh, no comment is necessary. Yeah. They're absorbed. They're absorbed into the podcasting atmosphere. It's the listener can make of it. What and they someone choose. at and someone at Stanford is doing their own <laughs> personal Jeremy experiment. <laughs> now that I'd like to hear. Yes, I'd like to hear a breakdown of the, the Jeremy mind calls. of Jeremy. Yeah, screw the mind of Mencia. Let's have the mind of Jeremy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I want to see that. No one wants to see it. No one wants to listen to this podcast. I'm, I'm wondering about the dead dog in his couch. No, I know. Last week. Oh, yeah. boy. Yeah. All right. So I, uh, you I'm are out gone. Of here. You are gone for a couple of weeks. Yes. A couple of podcasting weeks. A couple of podcasting weeks. Off to Paris. And uh, congratulations. Thank you. Aguri, as we say in the old country. Uh, old country being Italy. Italy, yes. Now, now there's a congratulations. There's a tie in here. The yes. honeymoon took place in uh, in Italy. There we go. Right. And the ten year for a hundred years. Yeah. See. Yes. And then uh, a, a lovely country you've got over there. Beautiful country. <laughs> Thank you. Thank yes. you. It's very well done. Very well put together. Very well done. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think it's especially sweet. Venice. We had an apartment in Venice. It was awesome. Um, Venice is wonderful. It's I, a beautiful yeah, city. Oh, I want to go back there. Sometime. I liked Rome too. I liked all why of it. You, why don't you go with Tim? We both should go. What do we all do? We a podcast from your... I'm like a four-topper. Yeah. Yeah. No, you guys are not coming. I will miss you, though. I will miss you, too. Yeah. And Benny, I'll miss you, too. I'll miss you. Yeah. Yeah. Let's have a group hug before you leave. All right. With robes open or not? We did that before. That didn't work out very well. Let's keep them closed. Let's keep them closed. Hey, hey, hold wow. up oh. there. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. Now we know why well, you're the knob father. <laughs> oh, wow. He's, he's could live on Knob Hill. That's, that's my microphone. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh hey now. Yeah. So we should not even give the number or anything because... Or should we? Well, the yes, calls yeah, will yeah. sit. Well, stack it. Well, well, they do anyways. All right, we we answer calls like from two months ago. All right, I'm going to say that if you live in the continental United States or any of our 51 states... Uh, joke there, but yeah. All right, any of the fifty states, it's one eight eight SFC Sucker Free City TV TM. And if you live uh, in the rest of the world, our broadening horizons from Israel to Japan, uh, and of course the Great British Isle. The sun never sets on our British listeners. The sun never sets on the TV TM. It no, never sets on the TV TM. Four one five seven 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 eight eight two one. You can send me an email at tgoodman at sfchronicle.com. Or you can send an MP3 to podcast plural podcasts at sfgate.com. And that's a wrap. And we'll see you like in a couple of weeks. Bonjour. Yes. Bonjour. A bientôt. A bientôt. Monsieur Goodman. Monsieur Goodman. <laughs> so we'll add French. You've butchered the French as well. Oui. <laughs> Was that Ringo Starr doing we? Oui. <laughs> Machine with Tim Goodman and Cousin Boy and Benny.